Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! We're at this point now where the spring is going to quickly change the summer. I'm already planning my June stuff. I, I have uh, I have drained the gas out of my snowblower, so I apologize for when it snows. Yeah, that's the you're done at that point. <laughs> you know, that was one of those things that, as a homeowner, when I was like, when I was younger, I didn't realize I had to drain the gas out of the. Oh, so your snowblower so didn't work the next year? No, huh? it was my lawnmower. I screwed oh, up. Yeah. I left the gas in there, and the next year it didn't that. work, and I was Can't like, what, "What the hell?" And the guy's like, "You left gas in it." Right. I'm like, "Stupid." What's the big deal of that? I watched The Walking Dead. They've been driving cars for 10 years since gas stopped being exactly. pumped. So right. I'm sure it'll list my lawnmower. That's the, that's the wild bill tip for you. If you use racing fuel, you don't have to drain it. Right. Because it's higher octane. But otherwise. Otherwise, you got to drain it. That's the thing that I always think is funny about. Here's like, the other tip. Go at 2 in the morning and just dump it in your alley. <laughs> You're bad. You can't do that. What? That's wrong. It gets into the water supply. Uh, yeah. Does it? Yes, it does. I have a filter. There, no, there isn't. The filter filters no, the gasoline this, out of no, my no, water. No, it does not filter gasoline out of your water. My water doesn't come from oh the... Oh, my God. My, my water goes through major filtration. You're plants. the reason why all of a sudden a, a great lake would catch on fire because guys like you are <laughs> dumping their gas out. I didn't say I did. And it's in the water supply. I've I seen my neighbor do oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's not what you said. I said, here's a tip if you want to get rid of it. <laughs> No. Go out in the middle of the night no. and dump it down the sewer. I, you know what I think is funny? There are people that won't use weed spray because it'll give cancer to you because it'll get in the water supply and right. kill all of us. Right. But then there are people that will dump gasoline in the right. sewer. In the, well, yeah, not in the sewer okay. so much as the in rocks the alley, in the alley. Next to the sewer where it eventually works its way in the sewer. Right. The sewer's a long way away from the alley. It's just like rocks and stuff in there. It goes into the groundwater, right? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where it goes. Who? I mean, nobody really knows where it goes. <laughs> it goes to a magical place. Yeah, where nobody the gas knows. Is filtered. See the way Who you knows see what's it under the rock. Get this straight. Wait, the way you see it is, you're an environmentalist. I love this. I am. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> you've got it all figured <laughs> all right, out. Yeah. You actually, I think you are an environmentalist. You are somebody who believes the environment is so strong that it will filter the gasoline <laughs> out. No, like, it's like there it's are like major plants God's downtown filter. that filter yeah, things. God's filter. Is that you just pour gasoline on the ground? Right, I'm the family like the where and the kids it, die, but I'm like God'll sort, God'll be okay. Works its way through the silt, gets its way down to the limestone. It's a perfect filter. It's a perfect. It's God's filter. It was play it, like it, I have a fish tank, right. and you know what? I, they put in my filter, right. like uh, like a you put those sponge, rocks. You put those rocks rock. at the bottom, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what. So it's the way happening. you see it is that if the if the fish poured gas, if it would just if go it down into the rocks. Fish, and right, right, perfect. <laughs> What are you supposed to do? Just run it for like yeah, hours? You're supposed to you're supposed to run it. Or you're supposed to drain and it. And get an, an exhaust going into the atmosphere. Or drain, or drain it into back into a, another street. gas tank. Right. No, <laughs> <laughs> well my neighbor does. 
but not you. Oh, God, no. I no, wouldn't that'd do be that. terrible. They'd be no. wrong. No, right, wouldn't. right. How many pink cans do you throw inside of the garbage can uh, a year or two? You can't do that? No, you can't do that. You also can't throw out batteries. What about when I change my oil and I just throw it there, too? <laughs> If you if you if you cut the grass first, this is why. This the, is why. Right here, this is why your recycling bin doesn't matter because this guy is working against you. Well, apparently, you can't put all my grass clippings in my recycling bin, and they don't take it. But I found that if you put the grass clippings <laughs> in first and then dump the oil on top of it, it kind of soaks in, and they don't even know. My neighbor told me. <laughs> a pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. <laughs> I'm at Horse Thief Hollow in Beverly. I got Neil Byers here. He's fresh off the plane from Portugal. Uh, a guy goes on a trip, he comes back, and I, I I can't believe you have time to sit down with little old me and talk on Southside Pod. How are you? I always got time for you, Chris. You're the man. <laughs> All right, so first, before we get into what you're doing next week, which is really cool, and that's why we're sitting here and we're talking, uh, I'm having a, a hazy pail. Yeah. I think this is becoming like a thing. I'm seeing a lot of places do this. I'm seeing the mainstream start to get into them. This one's really good, though. What's the name of it? People come over to Horse Thief Hollow here in Beverly, and they want to try it. What do they ask for? Breakless. Breakless. It's good. It's a solid one. And maybe you can have this with the food that's going to be in this place. Is, does it start next week? Is it like a, a Sunday through Saturday, a Monday through Friday? When does this run? Tell me a little bit about what you're doing. Right. So uh, for those that don't know, we raise our own cattle at the Ag School on 111th and Pulaski. And uh, we do all the butchering ourselves. And then based on how everything looks, we'll reach out to different chefs that we're friends with and start creating uh, specials. So uh, we have uh, Joe Flam coming in. He's going to be doing uh, uh, New York strips. We have Juan Kim, who's going to be doing flank steaks. Uh, Juan Kim owns Kimski. Uh, we got uh, Corey Fuller, who's going to be doing tenderloins. I'm taking uh, dinosaur ribs, like the beef ribs, doing uh, smoking. Actually, I'm going to be doing the smoking at my house. Uh, You're smoking beef ribs? Yeah. Yeah. So what day is this? That's going to be Monday. I'll be here. It's the best stuff. It's the best stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, the the, the whole story is uh, we're raising these cows uh, at the ag school. Um, it's the most local, sustainable beef in all of Chicago. So we'll reach out to these different chefs and say like, what cut do you want to take uh, from the cow, and then we'll create a special around that. Uh, my cousin Billy Byers, uh, Billy the Biscuit Byers, as he's known, uh, he's a butcher in Milwaukee. He comes down, he helps me break down these cattle. He's going to be running Saturday special, which is going to be Denver Steaks. Uh, Sunday, I had Chef Mark, he's going to be doing bone and ribeyes. Monday, I'm doing the beef ribs. Tuesday, uh, we got Joe Flam. Wednesday, we got uh, Juan Kim. Thursday, Corey Fuller. And then Friday, we're going to be doing a burger special with uh, my kitchen manager, Scotty. So to give a little bit of a background to people, I'm going to kind of break this down for them. So you, you're getting the beef and you're going out and you're, you're selecting cows. You're bringing them to the ag school. They, they, then they, they're at the ag school nearby in Mount Greenwood. And when it comes time for you to now at this point, you, they're going to they're gonna become delicious food, these cows. You will 
butcher them and you'll bring in new cows that come in. And this is the beginning of that. This is like you bring in these cows, you're actually butchering them yourself and you have an, another butcher that's with you that, that you're related to. Do all the cuts of meat. You know where this, this cow has been. You know where all this food has been from the beginning to the end because it's really been in your control the entire time. So this is like coming from a farm and ending up on your plate. That That's what you're kind of describing to me with horse thief hollow. And, and this meat, it's not just this week. This is what you do all the time. This is just the new, fresh, brand new stuff that comes in. And you're like, we're going to do some specials because we have the new group of cows that we brought in and we've, we've turned this into, uh, well, like you said, delicious ribs and, and burgers and steaks and everything else. Right. So my good buddy John raised his cattle in Indiana. And traditionally, he would sell off the 600-pound steers to Evansville, Indiana. They would go out to be pumped up full of corn and everything, and then they go into our beef production that maybe eventually would get into a Walmart or whatever. What we're doing is taking those 600-pound steers, we're bringing them to the ag school, and the students take care of them. Um, They're fed our spent grains from the brewing process, and then they're raised about 70% on grass and a little bit on corn. And then we do all the butchering ourselves, and then we just celebrate what we created, which is prime, incredible beef. We know where they were born, what they were uh, fed, their entire life cycle is in our hands, how they were treated, and then how they were handled with the knife. Right. This isn't something mass produced where somebody like, you know, gets something from a supplier. You're actually at the source. You're determining what the cattle are eating. You're determining the care. You have the students at the egg school taking care of them. And then all the way to the end process when it ends up on the plate, everything is controlled by, by horse thief hollow. Exactly. And then we just reach out to different chefs that we're friends with and say, how do you want to handle this particular cut? You have the entire cow. So like you, I mean, like any any portion can be turned into a dish. I mean, like, because, you know, people don't understand that. Like I explain this to my kids all the time. I have a son. He goes, what's this? Cow. And then I'll have something else and be like, what's this? Cow. And he just looks at me. He's six years old. He's like, cow makes this, cow makes that. I'm like, wait till I tell you all the things a pig makes. Like this is, this is how people get food on their plate. And so you're not letting anything go to waste. I think that's also the other interesting thing. You, you know, I mean, you're, you're sitting there saying, all right, we're going to use every portion of this. Yeah, exactly. And what, that's, what's kind of cool about like when my cousin comes down to help me with the butchering, he selected the Denver steak, which most people aren't really familiar with. I've never heard of it. I, I, I vaguely heard of it. I, I don't have too much experience with it. But apparently it's the butcher's cut. And it's got all kinds of crazy, crazy uh, grain things. So like you have to work within the grain to get different steaks out of this. But it's, it kind of eats like a flat iron, but it's tender like a tenderloin, but it's marbled like a ribeye. It's, specific, like it's, it's a special cut. So he's, he's gonna be doing that special on Saturday, celebrating something that's not so familiar, but now can be, you know, enjoyed by many people. And what I've learned in my life, and and we just talked about how you were over in Portugal, different parts of the country, different parts of the world, use different parts. 
uh, when they when they create their cuts, it's really interesting. Like you can go to California, and it's funny when I come here to when I'm back here at home where I grew up, I'll go and ask for certain things, and they'll look at me like I got three heads because they don't they don't do it that way here. Like they may cut the meat someplace else. So I think that's really cool that people can experience something here that they wouldn't normally get in any restaurant around here. Right, and everyone knows a tenderloin, a ribeye, and a strip, and everything, but. There's a lot of different cuts on these cows that we can pull from and, and kind of celebrate their uniqueness and, and, and create specials around them. And uh, we did a 35-day dry age on these cows, so they got what I consider like the perfect dry age. It's, it's going to be incredibly tender, and the, the flavor is going to be full and unctuous, um, and we're just going to fuck around with that. <laughs> We are. We're just going to f*** around and, and cook. We're going to cook f***ing food. That's what we're doing. We're cooking. No, we're, we have a bleep button. You could say it. We're cooking f***ing food. We're, cu- we're cooking food. And, and it was actually funny because um, obviously you have bones when you're pushing cows. And uh, my chef, Mark, wanted to do a demi-glace, which is like a 36-hour process of reducing the bone uh, stock into like this really rich sauce. And... You should have seen him last night when he started this and the smells that were coming out of the pot. It was the most incredible beef smell you'd ever... And he was, you make me hungry. He was in tears. He honestly was in tears last night. He's like, this is the best I've ever worked with. Because here's the thing. What you're doing is you're giving these chefs, and this is why they're probably doing it, you give them something they don't normally get to work with, which means the people that come here and eat over the next week are getting something they would normally never even experience. Yeah. And, and we, we all buy from Cisco or all these broadline distributors, and you get, you want, you want tenderloin, you get a tenderloin. Not too often do you get to have a quarter of a cow and then actually remove the tenderloin itself and then to see what grade that is. And we're grading them on the spot. And these ones came in as prime. They're the best beef that I've ever seen, actually, except for Wagyu. Like, but the marbling is incredible on these cows. John in Indiana did a great job raising these cows up to 600 pounds. The students did a great job raising them up to 1,200 pounds. My cousin and I butchered them. And then the chefs are going to work with those and honor them for the public. I love it. All right, here's the deal. It starts, the first one that's coming off is, uh, did you say Friday or Saturday? The, the, the first special is going to be Saturday, and it's going to be running through next Friday. All right, so you got a whole week. All right, make plans. Get here a couple times. That, that's what I would do. There's plenty of beer up on the board, and like I said, we got this hazy that you just poured. I know you got a new one that you're working on you're very excited about that's coming out at some point next week. Quick preview, what, what, what kind is it? All right, so we got a grapefruit pail that we've been working on for a year and a half now. We finally dialed in the grapefruit, uh, the pail, the bitterness, the sweetness, all those kind of components. Um, so that's going to be called Boogie Chillin', and I'm really proud of it. And um, I think Cork in the Park is going to be serving it pretty soon, too. So look out for that. All right, Horse Thief Hollow, get over here, 10426 South Western Avenue, right here in Beverly on the south side. Uh, Neil? I appreciate you sitting down, having a beer with me after your long journey, and now you've got a lot of you got a lot of meat you got to cook. Always, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always cooking, brother. <laughs>
I have a confession to make. It's true, and I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. I keep getting invited to events. What kind of events? Because of the podcast that I don't want to go to. Well, don't say that. Well, no, I, I like going to things that people invite me to. But when you sit there and say, hey, Chris, we've got something going on on Memorial Day weekend or Fourth of July weekend or like sometime where I would just like to go off with the family right, yeah. and sit on a pontoon boat and drink for three days. Right. Like a red blooded American would want to. Sure. I'm, I'm like, oh, well, we'll see about that. But I really don't, you know. Like, I love going to events. I get the, the I get this podcast out to events. I get the other podcast out to events. I get breweries every week. I'm all over the place. But every once in a while, I like to disappear. I like to just be gone. So that's what, what events do. don't you want to go to? Just anything that's like on a... Like, oh, on a, on like a here's the thing. I always find this weekend. funny. This happens you. all the time. You get somebody who says, we're having a party. Great. We're having it on Memorial Day weekend. I'm not coming. Right. Like, I, I know that you think it's great because it's three days and it gives you a chance to clean up. And you're like, oh, we're having a big Memorial Day barbecue. But that's great. But you know what I like? I like a three-day weekend. That's when I get out yeah, of town. Right. I don't want to hang with you on a three-day weekend. I don't want to see anybody on a three-day weekend. Sometimes work, work uh, trumps, you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta do what you got to do to, to gain uh, listeners and ads and no. revenue. And No, I don't care about any of it. No, no. On a three-day weekend, don't bother me, you know? Now, the one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to be... You're going to love this. Oh, no. I, I am, When you say that, it means I'm going to hate it. You're going to hate it. <laughs> I am the official MC. Oh, no. Master of, of Ever, Ceremonies. Yeah, the Evergreen Park 4th of July Parade. Really? What does Street. that mean? You got to sit in the stands? And... I sit Oh, come on. In the How stands. come I'm not with you? I would be such you a good come color with? commentary you on that. You want to come with and do it? You is it come. on 4th of July? It's on, it's on the well, Friday. Are you, is it like recorded? Like, the, no. Or are you talking floor, on a microphone for the I get a live microphone for the entire crowd and get to announce the floats. That's dangerous. I know. John Brand from Open Outcry is going to be in the parade. I told him, I'm like, bring some beer over. Come join us. Yeah. We'll do the whole thing. And, and well, we'll, no we'll drink beer. talk on a microphone, like out in the crowd. Why not? I don't know. They're listening to us right now. But they'll get. I think they'll get. They want to watch the parade. Well, no, you listen. To, all I'm going to do, like, here's like the, and now here's. Uh, I'm not going to make jokes. Well, that's what I want to do. Well, then that's what you're there for. <laughs> you say something horrible. See, you know why you don't want to do it is because it's live, and you know no. you're going to say something terrible. Exactly. And I that's can't why. edit it. Live out. has nothing to do right. with it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just you're going to say something terrible. No, I'm just going to roast, and people don't know how to handle that. Sometimes the parades are not for that. You're going to make fun of the like, floats. I kind of want to. You're going like, to make fun of like a kid's float that goes by. Oh sure. Look at this crap. Wow, it's looks like they worked on, on it that. for like two days. Yeah. Put a little bit more effort in there next nice time, work. kids. Better, I'd be sitting there, like, kind of, like, next to you, behind you, yeah. doing the podcast. Right. And I'll be, like, almost like a Mystery Science Theater 3000, right. where I'm, like, 
like live tweeting or live, uh, you know, the actual of you doing look it. At, look at this girl here, Miss Evergreen Park. <laughs> Where'd they find this one? <laughs> Whose daughter is she? How do you win a panda with that face? Like, that's you. That's wow. not going to work. You can't do yeah. it. No. You can't do I it. I would never say things like that. <laughs> that's awful. There, there isn't a Miss Evergreen Park. That's There's why not? I think that. No, there isn't. Why don't we make one? You want to have one? Sponsored by the EP podcast. Well, no, maybe, we have a a, maybe we should just do a Miss Southside pod. Now we're talking. Now think about this. Remember, like, what wasn't it? 97.9 used to do this. They used to have a loop girl. Yeah. Maybe we need to have a Miss Southside uh, pod. Live from the Elsa pool. <laughs> at the jewel pool. We got to get a total, total. <laughs> like, we do. We have to get a Southside chick. Why it, can't be, it can't be like your stereotypical model. It's oh, got to be God, a Southside no. chick. Yeah. Like, I mean, a girl that comes on and it's hard to understand what she says. That's nah, what I, don't I know want. If you that much. That's what because I want. Because she drank too much or just normal? No, because that's the way she talks. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like she lives in the back of Chicago Ridge where there aren't even like street sides up near the water tower. Like right. that girl. Her address just says behind the mall. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and the post right. office knows where to give her mail. <laughs> like that girl, right? right. You know? Like, behind the mall next to the water exactly. tower. Exactly. So how, how do these girls who think they're the most south side <laughs> contact us to prove that? No, He's gonna contact us to do this. We've offended everybody. What if right we get here one? Everybody's done. If we have one, right? Go to southsidepod.com. Okay. Can can we secure her nominate spot in the parade? Nominate yourself in the Evergreen Park parade. If I get a Miss Southside Pod, if I can't get her in the EP parade, I'll get her in a parade before the year's over. Right. I will make a float. I will pay the fee, and I will put Miss Southside Pod in a parade. All right. It might be the St. Patrick's Day parade next March, but within the year of her reign, she will be in a parade. I like it. Okay. I will put Miss Southside. It's like the loop girl. Right. But our our loop girl. No, no, no. But the Southside. I want a Southside chick. Right. I want a ride or die. We'll fight you in a heartbeat, Southside girl. Okay. I want that girl that like she's a school teacher by day and she's threatening to hit somebody with a bottle by six in the afternoon on a Friday at the American Legion. Yeah, like that's the girl I want. Right. She like you should be able to when you Google search her, like one of the pictures is a mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> like when she puts makeup on, she looks like a completely different person than when she has no makeup on. Right. Like yes. there's a, there, she's like two different girls. Sure. Like in, like a wrestler, like a pro wrestler, like with their gear, without their gear. Like that's <laughs> okay. what I'm looking for. All right. Okay. That's my Miss Southside Pod. Okay. Go to southsidepod.com. Nominate yourself. You could if you if you actually call up, that would be best. You can leave a voice message. Otherwise, just send us a message. Nobody's going to do this. Miss Southside Pod. Or Mrs. Southside Pod. That's probably better. It's probably more. You know. 45 year old woman okay yeah four kids right right and she still Husband's wears doing she a little still time wears, in county still wears the same leather jacket from 1994 that she stole from her boyfriend right right, right. Like, that would be good too. her claim to fame is like she <laughs> she once like was backstage at the molly crew concert and she may or may not have done something with nikki six <laughs> and by done something was like she was like hey nikki and he nodded at her right yeah <laughs> or <laughs> Or <laughs> right now there's a guy who's like, my sister would be perfect for this. <laughs> I like to nominate my wife. <laughs> Lin- you know, Linda! Like, we have we have at least four or five guys listening to this podcast right now. We're like, right. gonna be in a parade. <laughs> oh yeah. If you can get her to be Miss Southside Pod, you get to be in the parade too. And your kids. And your kids. And her other kids. And her other kids from the other guy. <laughs> And Nikki Six's kids. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Something the way you love me won't let me be I don't want to be your prisoner So won't you set me free Stop playing with my heart Then it's what you start When you make my love come down You want me to let you know Baby, let me show Honey, don't you fool around Borderline Feels like I'm going to lose my mind Just keep on pushing my love Over the borderline 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 Feels like I'm going to lose my mind I'm pushing my love over the borderline, borderline. Quitting smoking is hard, and not everyone is going to find success with the same product. Luckily, for those of you on the south side, there is Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Since 2014, Cool Clouds Vapor Shop has been offering a variety of electronic cigarettes and e-liquids, helping adult smokers find the right fit when looking for an alternative. And there's nothing like walking in there and finding a large range of devices you can use. They even have a tester bar with over 150 incredible flavors to choose from. Reed, Bridget, and their staff provide a welcoming environment where smokers can come and have an honest conversation about their smoking habits and their goals. And now Cool Clouds offers a range of CBD products that can help with pain, inflammation, anxiety, sleep. In Evergreen Park at 3837 West 95th Street, adult smokers, visit Cool Clouds Vapor Shop today. Providing quality products at reasonable prices and the best customer experience possible. My daughter has a friend who's a boy who she claims is just a friend. Does this friend have quotes around it when you say friend? Well, here's the thing. If you were a boy... Bismarcky wrote a whole song about Right, exactly. Okay, well, all right, how about this? You're 16 years old, let's say. Okay. Right? Let's say. Let's say you're You're 16. You're 16 years old. All right. Let's say it. You want to say it? Yeah, go ahead. All right, ready? No, let's. Oh, let's say it together? Yeah. All right. You're You're 16 16 years years old. old. So you have a license. You can drive anywhere you want to. Yeah. You can hang out with anybody you want to hang out with, right? Right. But you don't own the car, so you got to get your parents' permission, right? Okay. Okay. So that's going to be a struggle every time you go out, and yet somehow... You're always able to get this car, and you'll drive a half hour away from your house. Wow. To go sit at, let's say, a festival where the girl's father's working at. And then you'll just sit there and hang with her for four hours. This guy like, really likes her. That's what I think. Because who puts in that kind of time, right? He didn't. Unless he likes her good friend. I don't know. He gets nervous when he talks to me. He looks off in every direction except I for me. I get nervous in the face. when I talk to you. You do? No. Okay, good. But I mean, it, like, I, the thing is, I actually said something like, he doesn't really look people in the eye. And ever, even my wife was like, he looks she, he looks right at me. I'm like, he has such a hard time it's looking a male at me. thing. I think he's nervous. And I think when you get nervous with the dad and you're driving out to go see the daughter, I think that you're interested. I don't know. I'm not rooting for it. I hope he's just a friend. But I feel like this is the beginning of like the- Interested you know, in her or something that, or someone that she knows. Already close with the other girl. Oh. Just met mine. Oh, I saw this thing where like they walked down a hallway away from me. And he did the thing with the arm where he thought about putting it around her and then he pulled no. it back. Like I saw that. Okay. She didn't. I saw that. Sure. Right. So like I'm, I'm watching this now. 
I hope that I'm You like wrong. this kid? He seems like a nice kid. Yeah. I'm just not ready for my daughter to date yet. No. You know? She's 16. I don't think anybody's ready for that stuff. No. Would you be ready for it? You got little girls. I'm not ready for it, but I know at 16, like... I know it's coming. Right. Right? Like, I got to get used to it. I mean, I like the fact that she's basically, like, she's not... It's not like she's chasing him. Right. Right? So I like the fact that he's trying to pursue and he's awkward in his pursuit. So that's a good thing for me. I'll take... If you could have asked me five, six, seven years ago when she was little, the first time a boy... And there's like something happening, like interest in either way. Right. She's not the aggressor and he's awkward and nervous. And it's, and it's not until 16. I would have said, who do I have to pay to get to that? Right. I would exactly. have taken that right, right. away. Right. Yep. Would you take that? Yeah. 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 Right. Absolutely. Cause it could yeah. go so many different other ways. Oh my with your God. Daughter, yeah. Right. I was 16 once. Yeah. Remember what you were like at 16 years old? I wouldn't want me around. A girl. No, no. I don't, I don't want, want somebody either. like me around my no. daughter. Yeah, I want somebody like that kid around my daughter. Right. That kid's fine. I was going to say, I don't want someone like me around my daughter. Like, I would want someone like like how probably you were. <laughs> like, the, like the saxophone I'd be player. okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend. About the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pod. Anyway, I, I think this kid's day. You're going to see movement. This kid's going to make. <laughs> I'm just saying he's he's making his move. I think that's what's going to happen. Slowly, I think it's a slow play. This is a slow play. Yeah, right. It's a slow play. He's 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 checking it. I'm watching it. But you better watch when the river comes. He's going to just go all in. Well, that's the whole thing. <laughs> he's hitting check all the way around the table. He's checking this whole and thing. He's going through the whole hand. Total slow play. And then he's going to push all of his chips in. And right. That's where I got to be there. That you have to be there to call him. You got to call him. You got to call him. You got to hit him with a with the butt of a rifle or something. <laughs> what are you doing? So push his chips in. Slap the cuffs on me. You would have done the same thing. 